All right, we're good? Yeah. Cool. <laughs> God, this is so silly. <laughs> Welcome to the Android Police Podcast. My name is Will Saddleberg, filling in for Daniel Bader, who is on a different continent than I am. I am joined this week by two lovely guests who I will let introduce themselves. <laughs> they have gestured <laughs> in perfect podcasting uh, as to who goes first. Hi, I'm, uh, I'm James Peckham. I'm editor-in-chief of Android Police. And I am Manuel Fornau. I am the Google editor for Android Police. Great to have you back, Manuel. James. First time. Finally. (laughs) (laughs) First time. Um, Yeah, uh, so we are sitting in a bedroom in our Airbnb in in Barcelona uh, reporting from Mobile World Congress. I genuinely don't know how this sounds. Mm. I think that's true. Mm. I brought a Zoom recorder from our producer, Jules. I brought two real microphones. I brought XLR cables. I brought very good SD cards that the Zoom recorder uh, does too, not... Too good. Yes. Yeah, too. they're too good. The yeah. Zoom recorder said, no, thank you. We only recognize 32 gigabytes or less. So and instead... Like none of us, none of us had like <laughs> any SD cards on us that are like smaller than 32 gigabytes. It, it has been 45 minutes of troubleshooting. And <laughs> instead, we are now recording on Manuel's uh, MacBook Pro uh, microphone. So that said... We're making it happen. Yeah. We're making it happen. We're here to talk about everything MWC. Yeah. That's right. And yeah, that continent show. rat is Europe. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's not Daniel traveling. It's me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's been a good show, I think. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I'd say so. Um, this is my eighth MWC, so I've been doing this for years now. Yeah. And I'd say it is probably... It's one of the quieter ones, but from my understanding, it's busier than last year. Manuel, you were here... At the show last year, would you, would you agree with that? Yes, definitely. Like last year was obviously a little weird with mask mandates and with uh, yeah. some companies just not showing up and empty yeah. spots. And that was not the case this year. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Obviously, the 2020 version of MWC was the first major event in the world, I think, really to actually cancel because of the pandemic yeah. in that sense. So it's been, it's been a strange few years for MWC, but it does definitely feel like it's almost back to normal i'd say it's a it's an 80 percent of what it used to be if you see what i mean there's definitely been less to write about this year and less less big exciting news but there's still lots for us to talk about i'd say it's not it's not lots of phones that probably our listeners are going to be buying but things that are actually quite interesting especially for the three of us at least i think so yeah i mean i mean definitely the, the samsung's of the world are long gone yeah i would say but i i i don't know for me the best mwc i've covered (laughs) <laughs> one out of one. Uh, <laughs> 100% success. <laughs> one out of two. Um, yeah, so we literally, we have like 35 minutes, and yep. then James and Manuel have to go to the airport. <laughs> we ate a little bit into our recording time with all of the uh, aforementioned troubleshooting. So we're going to just jump in. Let's talk OnePlus, mm. I think. Let's start there. James, you saw the concept phone? Sure. OnePlus 11 concept? Yeah, OnePlus 11 concept. Yeah, this is the next concept phone from OnePlus. Obviously, we've seen a few of those in the past. We've seen different leather backs or vegan leather backs. This time, it is Active Cooling. Is um, I've completely forgot the name off the top of my head now. It's Cryoflux is the name that they're giving it, essentially. I can't believe um, you forgot that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, Cryoflux. 
So the design is probably the element that I'm most excited for here. It's a light up back essentially for the 11 concept and it's meant to be essentially, they're, they're referring to it as the blood vessels of the phone is the is the phrase that I've held, heard multiple times now. And yeah, this mobile calling is essentially going to give you three to four extra frames per second when you're gaming and uh, it's going to make the phone charge about 30 seconds faster is the thinking. So these aren't major improvements, but this is essentially OnePlus like showing off a new technology that it may bring to future phones. Yeah. Um, I don't imagine this new design is actually going to end up coming to a phone that we no. can readily available by, but it's essentially a way that OnePlus is trying to show off a little. And obviously the light up back is, we're going to think it's a, a, a slightly OnePlus adjacent product of the Nothing yeah. Phone 1 and, and yeah. those elements. Yeah, it's a quirky little fun device, really, but it's not a major thing. that I, This is never going to go on sale, basically. No, no. And I mean, I mean, I'd love to see that stuff come to, like, other devices, but we saw their last concept phone at CES 2020, I mm-hmm. believe. Yeah, yeah, it was, was maybe 2019, even. Something like that was, you know, the disappearing camera tech, and, like, that never came to, to yeah. an actual device. So, like, although they seem a little more serious about this one Mm -hmm. correct me if i'm wrong but like it does seem a little bit more where they're like actually invested in this cooling tech so yeah and it was they made a really big deal of it as well exactly there was was an actual launch event for this rather than it just being like a behind the scenes briefing sort of thing so i just don't um, think the lights are gonna happen no i think the lights are the concept part of this and the cooling will like yeah i checked it out today like really quick for like five minutes or so it was kind of disappointing to see it in person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then OnePlus obviously had another announcement at the show. Um, yeah. Well, they're making a foldable, is the, is the it's news. It's it. That's yeah. it. Yeah. And I've told you the entire news story in those in those few words, essentially. Yeah. yeah. A foldable from OnePlus is coming. They told us that it will be within the second half of 2023. And that is pretty much all we know really there. We have seen leaks in the last few weeks that have said actually it's going to be Q3 2023 so we may see it this may not be like a November launch sort of thing and we're kind of thinking it's probably going to be a similar sort of book like design to the Oppo Find N2 and uh, if you don't know what that is it's it's going to be a similar sort of design to the Samsung Galaxy Z Fold 4 at least that style of foldable the only difference is going to be that it basically folds open to reveal a landscape screen rather than like a horizontal screen Yeah. yeah Uh, which, I, which I prefer. I don't yeah. know about you guys, but I, I think e- even having not really used it just because it's not in North America. I, I used it like today for like yeah. five minutes. Yeah. Um, it's interesting, but it feels smaller than um, the Z Fold 4 or like the Honor Magic VS, um, mm. which we're going to get to later. Yeah. But like, I find it more intriguing. I like this little small phone that folds into like a slightly bigger phone. Yeah. And I hope that OnePlus will like bring this to the US. Yeah. And more more foldable phones coming to the US is a big please. deal, right? Yeah, please. We yeah. just have I mean, I'm not no offense, Motorola. I'm yeah. not counting your phone from twenty twenty one, right? Like the third gen razor never came out there. They they basically told me that it, it never will this yeah. week. So it doesn't count anymore. Sorry. We basically just have Samsung and, and it's it's so weird walking around and seeing all the foldables that like I don't have access to, and all of them have better uh, hinges, and some of them have better creases. Yeah. I mean, yeah, James, I've, you've got I've got it right in front of your face right now. I've got I'm currently using the Oppo Find N2 Flip, yeah, and yeah, the crease on this is just immediately better than the Samsung's. Like, oh, hundred percent. I when, when I first saw it, he had it unfolded, and I didn't realize it was a folding phone. Like you do Same. see the crease. 
when you look for it. But since I didn't look for it, I didn't even realize it was a folding phone. Mm-hmm. Yep. I just thought James had a st- any standard phone, and then he flipped it shut. And I was like, <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> oh, he just bent the phone. <laughs> wow, I, I didn't know James was so strong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm excited about that. Like, I, it's the same reason that I'm just like, Google, give me the Pixel phone. Yeah. Like, I just want more... It's going to be the year of foldables, isn't it? I think, I think so. This, I think that's how I'm feeling. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like it, we have just been watching Samsung do it for five years now. Yeah. Um, well, four, four, uh, three or four years. I do feel like it's n- now we're getting to the point where we're going to be we're going to be seeing more. At least for me and Manuel in Europe, and uh, hopefully the US is going to be going to have at least two or three more competitors by yeah. the end of 2023. Yeah, I mean, we can stick on concepts. Do we want to talk about the role? Yeah. Um, what is it called again? What? Uh, James. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, all right. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> so, here's a fun thing. Motorola's rollable concept. They have a rollable concept. Let's start there. Yeah. They have a rollable concept. It extends upwards to grow from a 5-inch display up to a 6.5-inch display. It mm-hmm. basically goes from, like, a very more square than 16.9, and then it goes up to a, a taller, more standard 6.5-inch display that yep. looks, you know, more like modern smartphones. And I could see it first behind... Glass, they added on display for everyone, and then in a closed demo for about 10 minutes, I got to play with it a little bit. I think it's cool. I also think it's dumb. That was basically <laughs> the headline, right? Yeah. Um, apparently unofficially, but it's got... The branding on the back is is Riser, R-I-Z-R, mm-hmm. which was a model that they used in the, the mid-2000s for a, a sliding yeah. candy bar, right? They brought it back for this similarly to the Razer with the, the flip. I was saying... <laughs> I was saying Rizzer. Uh, I just, I, which didn't make any sense to me, but I just thought it was a dumb name. Yeah, I didn't question um, it. You were saying Rizza, yeah. and I started saying and then, Rizza for a and few then, days. <laughs> and then I'm, I'm praying to God that, that Chris uh, from XDA, who is literally upstairs right now oh, above yeah. us, yeah, uh, it both cannot hear this conversation and also doesn't listen to the podcast, uh, but I was talking to him last night. We were talking about it, and he said to me, he said Riser to me, and I had, just in the back of my head, I was like, I'm so stupid. I, Obviously, it's Riser. Yeah, I saw yeah. a light bulb appear above your head, like, at that moment, and it just switched on. It was, it was, yeah, I it was, was like, iconic. It's, because it's, it rises. The screen right, rises. No, no, I got, like, he said it, and I was like, it goes up. Right, yeah, obviously. I'm just a fucking idiot. Uh, Jules, you have to, you have to cut the swear. <laughs> that's that's what we've been uh yeah. that's just been the week yeah that's the energy when you get the hosts in in the same room <laughs> i i don't get it i don't really get what this rollerball is useful for personally yet yeah. i think i need to play around with it more myself and i need to see i need to see some real life scenarios i guess i felt similar about foldables a few years ago really but i definitely think they're a lot easier to get your head around for for how that is useful in day-to-day life i think rather than a rollerball personally yeah i can imagine that it's gonna end up like the asus uh flipping camera phones uh the asus mm. 7 for example asus zenfone 7 mm. i think once the tech is better yeah. it's just gonna rise up and rise down much faster yeah making yeah. it much more useful when you like just pull up the keyboard and the screen like just rises much faster when than it does right now in this um phase it is in yeah we should say you can you can read my hands on on the site my biggest concerns with it are that it, it takes about three three and a half seconds to fully extend yeah you can use the keyboard with it closed but like it really wants you to like have that full screen and i'm just like i'm imagining having a conversation over text and like like just it going up and down and like the amount of time you would waste like basically waiting Mm. you know we joked that 30 seconds of extra charging time is like on the oneplus thing it's like short but the three seconds you would feel you would feel it you know yeah Yeah, it's it's like the exact opposite also 
the screen is is obviously plastic OLED, uh, okay. like on on foldables. Yeah. Uh, but the difference is that like when you put any foldable in your pocket and it's shut, it's no longer exposed. It's the exact opposite on this, where front and back, when it's rolled up, it doesn't matter what how you put it on a table. You're putting mm. that screen, that plastic screen, on a table. I don't think. A year. I think in a year you'll be like, this screen is like yeah. unusably damaged. Yeah, it's going to be, if, if this ever does come to market, yeah. this sort of things, it, you're going to be having like a, a, a proper case that you need to put this thing in. I don't know if you remember when the original Mate X came out. Yeah. Huawei basically put a case within yes, the box and you had to make yeah. sure that you were putting it in this little wallet yeah. to make sure that you were protecting those outside screens because yeah. it's not very intuitive like, well, to and, have those and, screens. And we should say that Motorola only showed off this phone in a case, in a plastic case. Yeah. When they initially put it in a video back in October, it was not in a case. Even in my demo, like it was in a plastic case, I asked about it. They were like, we wanted to see how people can make accessories for this, so we built a case for it. But I, I think it's a little suspicious that they are only showing it in this case. You mm. know, So it's a weird phone. It's cool. It's technology I've literally never seen yeah. before, right? And like, it, it is... Very cool to hold it in your hand and like watch it literally change shape. Mm. But in terms of it ever coming to market in some form, like I, I think the tech needs more work. Yeah, yeah. DLG rollable dream is back. Yeah, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do we want to talk Unihertz or Nokia? Nokia. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'll take it. I'll take it. Uh, so Nokia G22 uh, is one of three phones that HMD Global had at the show. Mm-hmm. These are coming to European markets, and the G22 is the most interesting of the three. It's got the highest end specs, but the main reason is it's still a, it's still very much a low end phone. It's still I think it's a thousand. Uh, sorry, the 150, uh, 150,000. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's no HMD global phones that cost that much. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the angle that HMD is taking with this is um, repairability, essentially. So they're trying to get back to those days where you can replace the battery in your phone and it's nice and easy. So they've made a partnership with iFixit to make that even easier. And the idea is that you would be able to replace either the battery, the back panel, the display or the charging port on this phone with ease and that you can do it at home without having any specialist tools. Mm-hmm. You don't have to take it to any individual site and make them pay for someone else to do it. Yeah, not a huge game changer in that way and not really like a full-blown competitor to things like Fairphone, but they're just trying to make this a little bit of a more repairable product and you're also not damaging your warranty as well when you do do that replacement. So an interesting thing in that vein. Uh, yeah. The other two phones are C-series phones, much cheaper. Yeah. These don't have the repairability elements, but I spoke to some people at HMD Global yesterday and the the aim essentially is that this is going to be a long-term project for them similar to how they had Nokia Circular uh, I think it was EFA last year um, when they announced that for the first time that's their next big play essentially is that they're trying to go for a more eco-friendly smartphone idea that's the movement. I feel like they're they're making a little more progress on it than than other companies who are really pushing, you know, eco-friendly stuff just because like you can't replace the battery in a Samsung phone no matter how much they want to get yep. up on stage. And not say, anymore. Not not anymore. <laughs> yeah, no. It's so um, Yeah. What we should talk about is... is how the, they keyified their logo. <laughs> <laughs> well, HMD oh, yeah. Global didn't. So HMD Global... Uh, well, the full story is that Nokia, the other side of the business, the networking side, which no longer makes smartphones, has a brand new logo for the first time in... Well, in its entire history. Very, yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah. 
Yeah, so HMD Global is keeping that iconic Nokia logo to have on the back of their phones. That will continue. Yeah. But yeah, it's a bold new logo that Will especially has big opinions on. It's just that, like, it, <laughs> it, 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 I mean Kia-fied. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm saying, like, it looks like the new Kia logo, which I absolutely hate because <laughs> it's kind of unreadable. The Kia logo, I think, is worse than the Nokia logo. I can at mm. least still read Nokia, mm-hmm. but, like, it's like a bunch of triangles. And it's like, why is this, like, a current design trend? It's It's... I just don't, I don't get it. Google it if you haven't seen it. Please, yeah, it's please worth Google it because it, oh, it yes. is wild. It yeah. is wild. Obviously, this whole thing was under lock and key, and it always blows my mind that these companies are able to do that. That these signs were being yeah. made, all of well, these products were I being mean, made I mean, with in, that logo on, and it didn't leak. Like that's crazy. So, but, like Hall Three is the biggest. Or yeah. like, I would say the biggest hall. Yeah. Right? yeah, and and it was you could stand in like the center aisle, and it was all the way down at one side. The big Nokia, new the new logo on yeah. yeah. Did you go down there though? I didn't go down. There. So if you went down there as well, there was like a wall essentially for the entire Nokia thing. But the Nokia logo was built into the wall that you really? couldn't normally see until you got really close, oh and then it was wow. built into it. So again, the whole construction of this entire booth has been basically NDA'd up to the hill. It's inc- uh, it is yeah. incredible they kept it secret, <laughs> like, it, like truly, because it's huge. Yeah, yeah. We see smartphone leaks every single day it always blows my mind when people can do these branding exercises and make yeah. and make that work yeah <laughs> what what it reminds me of is actually the alien logo from the film uh like right you mentioned that yeah yeah, yeah. At, at the beginning of the alien movie like the letters are basically like showing mm. up yeah. um line by line simple shapes yeah simple like lines you start shapes, with like a single line you yeah. don't know what it is and it feels like nokia just is stuck <laughs> in that animation yeah yeah <laughs> it's halfway complete it's i will say though the alien intro, iconic. This new Nokia logo, not. Oh my god, it's got <laughs> Kia in it. I just hit me. Oh yeah. It's got Kia. They yeah. literally Kia-fied. Jesus, all right. <laughs> they know Kia-fied. They're, yeah. There we go. I'm really excited for James Cameron's version of uh, of Nokia for the sequel. That's going to be yes. interesting. Yeah, Nokia's. <laughs> do you know, we? do we have time? We have 20 minutes. Do you know the legend of James Cameron pitching aliens? Do you no, know this? I don't think so. As far as I know, this is true. Mm. He walks into the Fox studios, like the exact room, mm. takes a whiteboard. He writes alien. He writes an S, aliens. And then he draws one line through the S to dollar sign. That's it. <laughs> wow. That's and you know what? Cool. He was right. Yeah. yeah, he was right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, one of my favorite Hollywood stories of all time. <laughs> Aliens with a dollar sign. It's incredible. I really like the idea that David Fincher did that a few years later, and then, yeah, and then came in with a little three. Cubed. <laughs> <laughs> and then he wrote Newt on the uh, on the board yes. and crossed through that. <laughs> Oh god. Okay. Yeah, there's your niche alien three jokes for the week. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we won't we'll be bypassing uh resurrection, I think. Yeah. 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 We just won't be talking Agreed. about it. Yeah. Let's talk Unihertz and Nothing, which mm. is like four stories <laughs> yeah. in one section. Um for crazy company, stuff. For crazy a company stuff. that wasn't at the show, we've heard a lot. <laughs> About nothing? Yeah, yeah. strange, isn't it? Yeah. Much ado about nothing. So, hey. so I don't even where do we even start here? Do we start with Unihertz? Do yeah. we start okay. Unihertz is a new, I would say, a, a small and niche company, yeah. right? They're, they're a Chinese manufacturer. They, we've reviewed a few of their phones um, um, a few years ago. Ryan, uh, former AP staffer, Ryan reviewed the, the Jelly. Oh, I want to say the two. One of the Jellies, which is like a, the tiniest, the tiniest, uh, it can fit in like the smallest pocket phone. We just did, I think a month ago, we reviewed uh, the Unihertz Tank, which mm. is like, a, it's like 
20,000 milliamp hour. It's literally a brick. It's yeah. literally a brick with a big flashlight on it. Yeah. Um, like just specialized, yes. very, very specialized yes. phones. And it can last like eight days on a charge or whatever. Like it's, it's so, so they do this stuff. So they have the Luna here, which is their latest phone, which mm. I would, I would describe as a, as a knockoff of the, of the nothing phone one. Like it is using the same kind of like glyph interface. They're not calling it that obviously, but it's, it's got the lights on the back. It's got transparent backing. Yeah. So you can see the light shining through. They are RGB, which mm. I don't believe nothing. Nothing is just white. Correct. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So they are RGB, although you cannot customize them right now. Mm -hmm. They do sync with music. Mm -hmm. uh, but I was not able to see that because their phones were not connected to the internet, but it's a chunky phone. I mean, it's, it's probably half an inch thick. Mm -hmm. It's big. It's, it's low end. You told me kind of weird, conflicting things on its availability. The mm -hmm. kind of, so like, I don't know if it's going to arrive in the States or not, to be honest, like some of their phones do like you mentioned the tank or the, yeah. the, the, the Titan, but uh, yeah, it's, it's a weird one. If you want to know how they described their lighting, they had it in their press release. They called it, um, The straightforward geometric and unique light patterns from Luna evoke a sensation of lightness and dynamism and was inspired by the ancient oriental philosophy of round heaven. Yeah. Hey! Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Manuel, were you here like a couple hours ago when I read off the, the press site? I don't think I don't think he was, right? Yeah. yeah, I was reading off their like, not this, but their like display site and like it had an even weirder. Yeah. <laughs> it, it used similar terminology that uh may or may not be problematic but uh <laughs> but no it, it would like went into like the moon in rotating yeah shape it was it was very nothing which i'm going to use as a brilliant transition to nice. talk about i mean he tweeted it so like everyone knows he was there so, yeah. so carl pay of nothing uh who's at the event uh who's at the MWC ceo of nothing yeah the ceo of nothing yeah um formerly of OnePlus did go up to the Unihertz booth and <laughs> our colleague uh, Alex spotted, like watched the whole thing go down, but yeah. but he later tweeted, uh, Carl tweeted a picture of himself holding up the nothing phone, the one. Nothing phone one next to the Unihertz Luna. Yeah. A tweet that I would describe as viral. It, it got, like, I think it's at like 14,000 likes or something. It, yeah. it, it got big. Yeah. You know, I don't know how Unihertz took it, but <laughs> Carl was certainly having a little bit of fun with yeah. where they that's what he's like. from. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's his, that's his MO. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he was he was probably wondering where it was inspired by. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean that's all that there really is to say about the Unihertz Luna. I'd be curious to see if it does end up going on sale in the U.S. If it can beat the Nothing Phone Two mm -hmm. to market, but like it's not. I mean, they are very like different audiences that they're aiming for, and yeah. it's mostly a Chinese company. So yeah, I don't want to I don't want to bang on too hard, but like it's not the only Nothing connection. Uh, yeah. uh, uh, this week. Um, so. Yeah, so um, nothing wasn't like officially at the show. Well, right. they went at the show at the Qualcomm booth on Tuesday. Um, essentially confirmed that we, we already knew nothing. Phone two was coming. That was confirmed in an interview with Carpe a couple of couple of weeks ago, a couple yeah. of months ago, maybe even now. It was at the start of the year, and we now know that the second phone for the company will come with a Snapdragon eight series chipset. We do not know which one it will be. It could be the Snapdragon eight. Plus Gen 2. Yep, got that right. So it could be that one. Yeah. That's what we've heard in some leaks before. But yeah, the terminology that was used would, was that it would be a Snapdragon 8 series chip. So yeah. it could end up being the Snapdragon 8 Gen 1. It could yeah. be the 8 Plus Gen 1. It could be the 8 Gen 2 that we've seen a lot of phones at the moment. Yeah. Personally, I think it will be the Snapdragon 8 Gen Uh, 8 plus, 8 plus, plus Gen, Gen 2, 2. Yeah, god yeah. damn it yeah. I think it will probably be that but Qualcomm doesn't want to confirm that name yet or yeah. tell us anything in those specifics so I do think it's going to end up being a flagship chip which yeah. the Nothing Phone 1 didn't have right. so the interesting thing here will be whether this is still a mid-range phone but it's sporting that 
big top end chip chip. I think that's probably means that the price is going to go up with this one compared to the original phone. I, I wouldn't I could, be surprised. Yeah, yeah. I think that's probably where we're going here. Similar sort of strategy to what we saw in OnePlus, where they were selling cheaper devices and gently they creeped up in that sort of way. I think we may be seeing that from nothing, but we'll have to wait and see. I think it's probably going to be a few months until we hear anything official. Then again, we'll probably see stuff teased out for the next few months, so it, we, we will consistently been talking about this on the Android Police podcast, I'm sure. And nothing really knows what they're doing. Like, they've managed to round up oh almost God. all the tech press <laughs> at the Qualcomm booth. Just they had, so like, crowded. They, they yeah. had their countdown and they were like, yeah, we're going to do an announcement. They like sent a press release to everyone that they really know how to generate hype. Like, yeah, definitely. You, you may hate it, but like, they know what they're doing. Yeah, yeah, they do. They're entering the US market with this phone, right? They've said as much. They need to go up to flagship specs to do that, I think. Like, I don't mm. think they're going to get a lot of attention in the mid-range sector. I, I mean, I think they need to at least target the Pixel 7, basically, or the Pixel 8, depending on when it fully launches. But, like, it's, it's you know, if they aim for that same, like, four or $500, I don't know. I don't know how much it's going to get. Um, I, um, I see what you mean, but, like, I have, again, I'm, I'm based in the UK. Yeah. I have seen a lot of interest in the Nothing Phone 1, and people always asking it, Compared to the Pixel 6a, which is obviously that's well, true. I guess our, that's, yeah, it is our favorite. It's, a, yeah. it's our favorite mid-range phone as a site, and it is remarkable value for money. I yeah. think still the Pixel 6a and the 7a will probably be the same as well when that does roll around yeah. if it, if everything goes to plan for Google. Um, I don't. So I don't think they should be at like a thousand dollars. Yeah. I think I think they should aim for like somewhere between the Pixel 7 and the OnePlus yeah. 11, which is six to seven hundred dollars. So mm. like you're getting a flagship experience, but mm. maybe. With maybe a couple corners cut just to save on costs, but that's where I think they're going to be able to get like the Android enthusiast market yeah. versus you know trying to aim for Samsung. I'd, I'd say it's the first time in a few years where a brand is like as cut through as well. Like friends that aren't interested in the phone industry have been messaging me going, "Hey, what's this one that lights up at the back?" or "What's this nothing phone?" in that sort of way. So they again, as Manuel says, they're making strides in that sense. I will be so curious to see if. The same effect happens once it's a brand in the U.S. Because like right now, no one knows about nothing in the yeah. U.S. other than us. you know us <laughs> and people who are listening to this, right? Like, like yeah. that's it. Yeah, I'll be curious to see if like because because you know it's such a different market in the U.S. in North America and specifically in the U.S. And the Pixel is really the one smaller brand that has been able to to squeeze through, and part of that is because it's Google, but also like that Super Bowl ad that I talked about on last week's episode, like. Mm caught a lot of people's attention and then of course they blew it by you know launching magic racer for everybody but whatever <laughs> like, I, sure that's fine but yeah it's it's um it's clear god my stomach just keeps grumbling i i i, I need to get dinner <laughs> you guys are gonna bounce and i'm gonna dinner, get food dinner at full yeah, yeah yeah well i i'm Not very spanish i'm it? 75 years old <laughs> you guys i've aged great um I think we can move on to the first Chinese foldable yes. phone launch outside of China. Mm. Yeah. The Honor Magic VS. Yeah. If, if you're interested, uh, the review is already up on the site. Um, Who wrote that? I wrote it, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, know. I, was just, I was just making sure you had credit for it. <laughs> <laughs> right. I, I wrote the review, and it's basically the same idea as the Samsung Galaxy Z Fold series. Yeah. So it's like... It has a screen on the outside and you fold it open and it reveals a bigger tablet-like screen on the inside. I would argue that, as always with Honor, the hardware is top-notch and the software could still need some work, particularly compared to what Samsung does with its foldables. But it's just exciting to see this competition in the market, which we didn't really have before. 
especially here in Europe and even more so in the US, which this phone is unfortunately not launching in. Yeah. But like Samsung is an international company. So like they will need to react to this kind of stuff. And that can only mean good things for the US market. Yeah, I'm sure Samsung have stuff behind closed doors that's going to compete with this sort of thing. So yeah. I do feel like, personally, I feel like the the five series is going to be is going to have to work hard to basically keep up the competition of what we were talking about earlier with the Oppo phone, with this Honor stuff, with mm. with basically all of it, really. But so I have to admit that I've haven't really used the Z Fold Four much. Um, I've had some hands-on experience with it, so yeah. I kind of know how it looks and feels like. And I think the Magic VS is really great to use as a regular phone too. It's slightly bulkier than your regular phone. It's not that much heavier than like an iPhone 14 Pro Max or like yeah. a Samsung Galaxy uh, S23, S23 Ultra. Ultra. Yeah. yeah. And the battery lasts forever. Yeah. And it actually folds completely shut, which the Z Fold 4 still doesn't do. Mm. And that just makes it more usable as a hardware device in everyday life. With the software, I'm like still not 100% happy. Like, for example, it doesn't have an app drawer for some reason. It doesn't uh, support some Android 13 features like Material U or like per app languages. Mm. But like, I think Honor is getting there. I think I say that every year. But like, <laughs> there's progress. There's surely progress. Yeah. So there's that. Yeah. <laughs> As the US guy, right? Like, Samsung has just been able to just coast. Yeah. Because what is the competition outside of China? And, mm. and now that we are seeing. Like like these Chinese brands launch in Europe and, yeah. and it's it's fantastic because it's actually somewhere where Samsung has to compete and so they actually will start to feel pressure and it, yeah. it's true in, in North America too we talked about talked about the OnePlus foldable that's coming the Pixel fold is like any day now hopefully yeah. but but like uh, you know IOTs at least I hope but they haven't had to push for, you know they made the crease a little better last last gen but mm. like the hinge like. It, there's no excuse for it to have a gap anymore. Like, mm. Every other brand has moved past it. And so I'm excited that they are basically going to feel pressure to, to have to innovate here. I'm, I'm sure they, I'm sure behind closed doors, they know what they're doing and they, and, they know yeah. what, they know what's coming this year. I think yeah. it's going to have to compete with that. But, yeah. um, and like I've used every single fold series and every single flip for however long was it 2020 when they, I think it was when they first came out or 2019. Even. Uh, uh um, yeah, 20, 2019. Yeah. So I've used all of them that way. And they have, they have progressed a lot, but as you yes. say, yeah, the rest of the competition has been watching and it's, yeah. and it's improved on top of that as well. Yeah. So, so yeah. what do you think about the honor magic VS? I, I've not used it enough to be honest. I yeah, need to, I need to grab to your. your yeah. <laughs> yeah, I need to grab your version. Um, yeah. I personally am leaning more towards the Oppo design at the moment, really. Mm -hmm. And I agree with you from a software perspective; it's not as not as on top. But yeah, I'm, I I want to use it basically. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I want to try and use the, it. The one curved edge is so odd to me. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's very as we talked about it. In, in, it's in your review. It's very mm -hmm. Galaxy Note Edge. 2014, which yeah, so I do mean as a pejorative. <laughs> so like, like, I told you yeah. in a good way. <laughs> so like the outer screen, um, in, in case of Notomia, the outer screen has like an ever so tiny curve to the right side, yeah. which makes sense when you, once you open. Yeah, it curves it, because it curves around both sides. Yes, it yeah. curves on the back and the front. And when you open it, it curves just on the back, but it feels really weird. Talking of phones that I'm jealous of Manuel having and me not having, yes. I the phone that you're using literally as we're on this podcast right now, Manuel, I'm so so jealous of this. And this um, is not this is not for the podcast. Like James told me this earlier before you got here, Manuel. Genuinely, like, genuinely is the yeah. first. He, he told me last night. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'd had a few beers at that point, and 
what are you talking about? Bed at eight because we have lots of work to do. Correct. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why we're in a professional studio right now. Mm-hmm. I tried. <laughs> you really did. I, I've watched you try. Yeah. <laughs> mini USB. If I had a mini USB cable. Yeah. God damn. All right. Yeah, it's uh, 2023. Yeah, it sure is. Uh, yeah. No. Xiaomi 13. Yeah. Yes. So the Xiaomi 13 series launched um, on Sunday. And it consists of the Xiaomi 13 Lite, which has like a dynamic island-like front-facing camera mm. that has like the same cutout, but doesn't do any of the dynamic island features mm. that the iPhone does. The regular Xiaomi 13 that looks and feels a lot like the iPhone, like when they were announcing on stage, like, yeah, and here we have the Xiaomi 13, which is inspired by, I was almost thinking they were going to say, the iPhone in my head, like, <laughs> obviously they wouldn't do it, but like, um, I love this trend. So like, I'm not blaming them. I really love that they get rid of the curves, um, yeah. back and front. And it's like a boxy design, like yeah. nothing phone yeah. too. Uh, but like the Xiaomi 13 Pro, which I have here is still basically that old style. Yeah. Still curved front and back, which I'm not the greatest fan of, but like, it feels really, really high end. It's right up there with the Samsung Galaxy S, uh, 23 Ultra. Yeah. yeah. And I'm going to have to take a lot more pictures, but like that sensor is a beast. Yeah. It has the Sony IMX989 sensor in it, which is the biggest sensor that's currently in a phone. Yeah. We also have a Vivo X90 Pro review coming up, which uses the same sensor with like slightly different processing. Yeah. But like this thing is amazing. I'm very much in love with the camera. So like, yeah, I can see why you guys are jealous. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah you're going to be taking that taking that home. And uh, you were talking about the haptics as well. Oh, yeah, time. the haptics. Yeah, right. Uh, so, like, I, I don't know what they've done, but, like, it's really magic. Um, mm. It really feels great when you use a keyboard. It's just really clicky, really high-end feeling. Yeah. The gestures are, like, Xiaomi's done that for a while. Like, um, some of these um, haptic feedbacks, they integrate with the system. So, like, when you lock the phone, there's, like, a nice haptic feedback to that. Or when you unlock the phone with your face, it does the same. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited to read your review when you're, when you're ready to do it. I'm, uh, yeah. And I'm yeah. just hoping I can get you, my hands you, on one. You can actually already <laughs> yeah. read my hands on. Yeah. Yes. That's yeah. already live. Definitely do that. I agree with you on the curved screens. I just want to say my S23 Ultra, I noticed it the other day when, it, when like there was direct light on it. It's mm. covered in micro scratches yeah. because I can't put a screen protector on it because of those stupid curved sides. And it's just covered in it because the Victus 2 is sensitive to micro... It's it's great for drops, yeah. but it's sensitive to scratches. And, and just can we please go back to flat screens on every phone? It is not worth... The Joke. millimeter on each side. Jokes on you, the Xiaomi 13 Pro has a screen protector pre-applied. <laughs> yeah, but it's plastic, right? Yeah, yeah is, I don't want is. that. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, um, I, I mean, I've started leaving those on for the review because maybe people are going to prove us yeah, wrong in the no, comments. No. It's, um, it's but a like, good point. Most people are going to leave this on for yeah. as long as possible because yeah. they don't want the, their phone to scratch up. And that's like yeah. the simplest way to do it. And that's why I want to review the phone in the way most people are going to use it's, it. It's a good point. Uh, I did. I did take it off on the OnePlus Eleven. I will say, I mm-hmm. I couldn't stand it. That the S twenty three did not come with one on. Like I did not take. Like it, it. Yeah. So nothing could have been done there. But um, yeah. I guess that pretty much wraps up our forty minutes. <laughs> you guys, <laughs> you guys literally have a plane to catch. Yeah. Um, well, um, two planes. <laughs> yeah, you are going to different locations. That's yeah. true. Yeah, yeah. Two planes, and then, and I get to stay in Barcelona for another night. Yeah. And, and what are you gonna do? 
Uh, 4 p.m. dinner, 7 p.m. bed. Hey. <laughs> the, the Spanish way of life. No, I don't know. Uh, um, we'll have to see. There are a few other people who, who work for Valnet Sites. That is, mm-hmm. of course, the, the company that owns Android Police. That we're, we're all kind of staying together and enjoying each other's company, I yeah. think. And, and we'll, <laughs> I think we'll have to see what, yeah. what, uh, what, yeah, uh, what, what, what we decide to do. But yeah, I don't leave till tomorrow morning. So, um, which is why we're recording this now and not <laughs> waiting until I'm home and, and, and uh, using actual microphones. But um, yeah, hopefully this sa- this has sounded listenable. Yeah, yeah. fingers crossed. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I think we did a pretty impressive job of speed running through the the big news. Of the uh, yeah, we the we have, we've missed a few things here, so make sure you uh, make sure you go on to Android yeah. Police. We've yeah, got definitely. we've got a full tag page basically yeah. full of everything we've written from MWC. There's a techno foldable phone that we yep. haven't spoken about. Yeah. Uh, there's another Honor phone that we haven't spoken about. There's a there's a bunch of different. Ah, things. but the so. thing with the techno foldable phone is um, Honor and techno they're a bit like Oppo and OnePlus, mm. uh, so it's very similar to the Magic VS. Yeah. yeah. Just the hinge mechanism is very different. Uh, it basically you can barely see the crease on it. Yeah. Uh, the disadvantage is it doesn't support like half folded positions like the Samsung Galaxy Z Fold yeah. Four does. But let's continue. Yeah. No. I, I. I. You're right. I saw. I saw Realme's announcement yesterday that they're bringing. Um, oh God! I'm going to screw up the GT3. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, uh, to to Europe, which is which is you know, yeah. um, it, it's got 240 watt charging, which is. Stupid. They, they, and it's already been beaten by Redmi. Well, so this is this is so. I know we have to go. But this is so. It's so. They did an. an uh, they literally charged it up to twenty percent in eighty seconds on stage in yeah. a live demo, which is impressive. Um, but but yeah, they they had signs up that said world's greatest or world's fastest smartphone charging, and like a day before, like yeah, Redmi teased on their social media that. And to be fair, they were using a modified phone. It is not available yet, which yeah. I think is. I think is. You know, they were basically trying to beat Realme to the punch, but um, but yeah, it's it's confusing because Realme is saying that 240 watts is the fastest USB, the current standard of USB C supports, mm. and then Redmi's like, here's 300 watt charging. <laughs> that is like literally like like their numbers are twice as fast. Yeah. Their, their figures are twice as fast. So, um, but yeah, the the Realme stuff. I mean, it charges from zero to 110 minutes. Do we do we really need faster than that? I mean, the Xiaomi 13 Pro already charges in under 20 seconds when you enable it in settings mm. do we really need to any faster like great the i literally have not hit 45 watts on my fucking that's 23 <laughs> <laughs> i'm so mad sleep it out <laughs> i'm so mad um, the passion's coming through oh my god it's so slow and like i came to it from the one plus 11 yeah. was, jesus christ which is not like that's zero to 130 minutes but like i'll take it like yeah, yeah. I also, like, I didn't get a chance to write about it. There wasn't much to write about it, but, like, I saw Bullets, uh, Satellite stuff, which I am hoping to, like, review, like, later on in the year when their their, their satellite service launches in the U.S. Yep. Um, we just got to make you get into some sort of accident to make that happen, oh, right? God. Right? I, I was going to suggest I go camping, but, <laughs> but my boss, my boss, I think, is threatening to send me off a cliff. Uh, so if you don't hear from me in the next episode, we've got to review it properly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's. I got I saw a demo of it. It's really cool. Yeah. It's 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 an affordable service. It's already live. Like you can, it, like the satellites are are live. Like I said, I saw a demo. They have a, a Motorola branded dongle, it, basically like a Wi-Fi hotspot, but for mm. satellite. That like instead of having to just have a phone with satellite, you can sync up all your phones to it. So it's cool. I've got uh, just two more things that I'd really like to mention really quick. Yeah. Um, there's. The Honor Magic 5 and Magic 5 Pro 2. Yeah. Those are Honor's new 
flagship phones, the regular phones, mm-hmm. not like the Magic BS, the foldable phone. Yeah. And what's special about them is that they launched these in Europe first. Like they had, they didn't have a Chinese launch event yet. That's uh, supposedly coming, I think, next week or this week, depending on when you hear this. And they're basically showing we want to get more international. Yeah. So like that's always great to have more competition, especially with LG gone now. And the other thing is I had an interesting demo of Li-Fi technology. So instead of Wi-Fi, it's an L, Li-Fi. It's a light-based standard that's using infrared light to uh, transmit really high-speed data. I would describe it as fiber, Mm -hmm. but without the glass. Um, It's basically fiber optics uh, in a sense. And at the moment, it's still pretty bulky. Like they have to put the um, receivers and the senders in like a big case that's yeah. around the phone. But like it can be integrated with phones. Uh, they're apparently already talking to manufacturers. So stay tuned for our article on this. Yeah. Nice. And I yeah. think that's a wrap. Then. That's the show. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for listening. I'm still on Twitter. I know Daniel has stopped advertising our Twitter accounts. He's yeah. like, don't use the site. I am on Twitter. I tweet every now and then. Uh, if it's live. If it's live. It literally was down, <laughs> what, two hours ago? Yeah. Jesus. But yeah, I mean, are you are you too active on Twitter at all? A little. A, a little. little. I'm yeah. at James RWP on Twitter. Yeah. I am just my first name, last name, manual phone now. Yeah. I have two like super quick mini hands-on with two other foldables that I played with. If you want to see that, yeah, you check everything out on the site. I think it's it's pinned on the homepage, so yeah. you can do that. But yeah, we'll we'll see you next week. Daniel, Ara, and I should be on. It should be kind of back to normal. I'll be I'll be back in the states on the, the correct side of the and with listenable audio so. and with listenable audio. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Have a great week. (laughs) I don't know how Daniel ends these. This is why I shouldn't be in charge. Uh, Bye. (laughs) Bye. Bye Bye-bye.